Hello everyone and welcome to Common Sense Today. I'm Connor Todd, your host. We're going to have a doozy of an episode today. We're going to be rolling with what the heck are you thinking? That should be common sense, but that's a bit of a wordy title. So we're just going to call it episode seven because reasons. So today it's going to be topics that really should be common sense. We're going to rapid fire them off. Hopefully you get a laugh out of it. Hopefully you send this to somebody that you really know could get uh, they could get something out of it. Like that person in your life that just hangs out in the left lane, not passing anyone, and just being a nuisance. But a couple of news stories are going to find their way in today because, let's be honest, the news today should be common sense, yet somehow it's the news and everybody's surprised by it. But we've got a doozy of an episode. Let's get right into it. So let's go ahead, roll right into it today. Hopefully you enjoy this. We're going to roll right into our first common sense topic of respect and enjoy differences in people. You can learn from anyone. If you listen to what people are saying, instead of trying to shout over them because they started off saying something you didn't like, you might hear something that you find useful. You have two ears and one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you talk. Funny enough, the irony of that is not lost on me as I'm talking to all of you. However, I do try to listen to everything that comes back to me, whether that's twice as much as I speak. You can be the judge. But a fool does not learn from his mistakes A smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So if you listen, you might be able to avoid mistakes that others have already made. Who knows? Crazy what happens if you just listen. Or if you learn history. Hmm. But I've already done that rant. So, let's see. Next on the rant. Yes, The left lane of traffic is the passing lane. Not the fast lane. Not the, I'm going to turn in 32 and a half miles, so I should get over and do 35 and a 50 lane. It is the passing lane. If you are in the left lane doing 60 and a 55, but the right lane traffic is doing 65, you are in the wrong. Move over into the right lane. Left lane is passing. Anybody with a driver's license should have been told this before... Actually, it was probably on your driver's test. Not the fast lane. Not the, I'm turning in 12 miles, so I need to get over lane. It's the passing lane. If you are in the left lane, you should be passing. Otherwise, you should be in the right lane. If you want to hang out in the center lane, go for it. Not the passing lane. Because the amount of accidents I've seen caused because somebody's just chugging along in the left lane doing 35 and a 50, and somebody else comes cranking along and isn't paying attention because they're texting or talking or some manner of silliness, bam, accident. 
and it easily could have been avoided, well, if one of the drivers wasn't distracted and one of the drivers wasn't driving like a jerk. I'll let you decide which is which. Though, that takes me to another common sense point. Texting and driving. It is illegal. Don't do it. Wow. The amount of people I've seen almost hit my car, almost hit other cars, because they've got their face buried in their phone. Holy smokes. Put the phone down. I remember a time when if you were going somewhere, you didn't, unless you wanted to pick up a book, you didn't have anything to distract you while you were driving. It was amazing. Because, wow. The amount of people I see texting on the phone or doing the, I'm putting it on speaker, but holding it right next to my ear, but it's on speaker. Wow. It's, that doesn't count as hands-free. <laughs> that does not count as hands-free. So, do not text and drive. The statistics are there. I can go find them if you want to give you the exact numbers. I just briefly read them earlier. But the statistics are there. For the love, don't text and drive. Half the cops here have it on their front vanity plate, arrive alive. So, just, wow. Don't don't text and drive. If you're going to talk and drive, just do the Bluetooth. I know, for the newer cars, you can talk through the car. If you're worried about people in the car hearing your conversation, you probably shouldn't be talking. But, that's that. Um, ooh, here's a fun one. I know a couple of weeks ago, we were all talking about the Constitution, the Second Amendment, one of my favorite amendments, right next to the First Amendment. First Amendment protects your freedom of speech. Second Amendment guarantees it. How many of you have been seeing what's been going on in St. Louis? Yeah. A prosecutor who's supposed to be prosecuting the backlog of violent criminals and murderers that's on her list. Instead of doing that, she's gunning for the family that's trying to defend their home. Hmm. <laughs> A group of protesters breaking down gates and charging towards your home and the other homes in your neighborhood... So you get your gun and tell them to go away, well within Missouri's Castle Doctrine, by the way, which is one of the more extensive Castle Doctrines in the U.S. It provides that you can protect your property as long as it's directly threatened, whereas a lot of places say just your house. Uh, some states consider your car a, cas a castle, a extension of your house, so you can defend that. But a lot of states, like if somebody's running away, you're not supposed to shoot them. Texas, I love you, Texas. Just, Texas is like, go ahead, get a cannon. But Missouri, you're allowed to defend your house, your family, your property, your dog, if it's threatened. So a group of protesters show up. They're smashing stuff. They're on their way to your house. They're verbally threatening your wife dog, life, family, house, and one of them pulls out a gun. 
so you go get your gun. Now, how would you be in the wrong? You wouldn't be. Under, well, city law, not wrong. Under state law, not wrong. And under our glorious federal government, still not wrong. So, when this prosecutor who should be going after this incredible backlog it's circuit attorney Kim Gardner has this huge backlog of murder cases and violent criminal cases now let's be honest the violence in all the big cities is getting a little out of control and she doesn't want to deal with that nope nope can't deal with those people I have to go after the people that are exercising their constitutional right to defend their property have to do that. That sets a dangerous legal precedent. Fortunately, the governor said, yeah, if you charge, like, if you try to convict them, I'm pardoning them. And then the Missouri AG, Mr. Schmidt, came in and said, yeah, I'm getting involved. So, good on Mr. Schmidt, well, Attorney General Schmidt, for actually stepping in on that because that was an egregious breach of well the constitution and law but common sense because common sense says go ahead and protect your property protect your life I mean I can't be the only one that thinks that let's see what else do we have oh yes common sense this is this makes me smile the NHL games are to resume on the 1st of August. It makes me happy, even though a whole bunch of players are getting schwacked with COVID rules and silliness, but play is to resume on the 1st for the round robin and then the playoffs, which, go Boston, you guys can do it, even though you're now missing nine of your starting lineup, but We're not going to worry about that. Well, not lineup, roster. But it's funny because, you know, the NHL's got their two hub cities. We've got our teams. We're all ready. We're all ready to go. We've got the Canadian National Anthem. We've got the American National Anthem. Nobody's kneeling. Oh, what was that? That definitely wasn't a shot at the NBA or the NFL. Mmm... Oh, it definitely was. That wasn't even a shot across the bow. I was aiming for the ammo at that point. We're trying to we're trying to set off the ammunition there because holy smokes. These teams that are renaming teams, renaming stadiums, doing all this craziness, let's redo everything because apparently our sport is racist even though we didn't know it. Holy smokes. Separation of... People love sports because it's not politics. People get crushed by politics and news everywhere they turn. And now you're trying to bring it into sports too? No, 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 my good sir. Leave sports alone. Leave sport. That should be the new chant. You know, cancel culture's got all their craziness. Let's cancel everything. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, if I recall correctly. The whole, hmm, First Amendment 
but leave sports alone should be our chant. Separation of church and state, separation of state and sports. That's that's it. That's the triangle of separation. You know, you've got your church, you've got your state, you've got your sports. They should all be separate. I mean, yeah, granted churches have sports clubs, but ah, I'm not going to rabbit trail with that. So, common sense. Don't bring politics into sports. The fans don't care. The fans don't want the politics. If they wanted the politics, they'd go listen to some windbag congressman talk about something. It's absolutely useless because, wow, <laughs> some of the stuff Congress people are saying these days is just ridiculous. Absolutely insane. So, um, let's see. Going off the speaking, I believe it was San Francisco said they had a giant Black Lives Matter mural and a lady asked if she could on the same street different spot paint a Make America Great 2020 display she wanted her Make America Great she's like they got their Black Lives Matter I want to do mine we'll do it separate so there's no clashing well it didn't take them long but without a word the yeah, I want to say it was San Francisco, but the council kind of got rid of the Black Lives Matter mural. So, there's apparently so much hate directed at President Trump that we would rather go ahead and get rid of the Black Lives Matter stuff than do anything that shows any form of support towards the President of these United States. They don't seem very united right now, do they? This is where I feel people should be listening instead of shouting because oh it's insane it, it it is truly insane how many of you at the start of 2020 would have guessed that the jumanji-esque start to the year would have devolved to this which i guess i'll hit my final common sense point with i'm gonna name a scenario and you tell me if it makes sense. For two straight months, violent protests every night. Local police are not allowed to interfere. Their hands are tied. The leadership in the areas actively says, go ahead and protest. At which point they're not really protests, they're riots. Stuff's being lit on fire, buildings damaged, all kinds of craziness. The federal government steps in to do what the local government's not allowing the police to do. And all of a sudden, the federal government is a whole bunch of fascists. Yeah, look in your way, Portland. I'm not even holding back on that one. Holy smokes. And then there's, I saw, there's this wall of moms and this pot of dads. And you want to know how many peaceful protesters are getting attacked? 
there's not crap happening to the peaceful protesters. Cops are like, okay, peaceful protest? Finally. I don't have to worry about these guys. And then somebody comes running at them with a club or chucks a brick at their head. That's not peaceful anymore. So you and your little wall should look both ways. Because, yeah, cops aren't innocent in their history. But the protesters have now inflicted more damage and death than the cops have. So one side in just a couple of months has out outdone the other with crime. And me, I am a I support my local police. They're good people. I have a lot of friends that are on that police force. When people do something dumb on that force, they not only do they get called out, but they get wrecked. Like, they drop the book on them. And they dropped the book on them before all this happened. Which is how a lot of police departments are. You mess up, you get the book thrown at you. Because all the eyes are on you. So, why does it make sense that instead of, you know, talking peacefully, we're just going to start doing more crime, which... When you perform a crime, the police arrest you. That's how that works. It's not, I'm going to perform a crime in the name of a protest and walk away. You perform a crime, you get arrested. And Ben Shapiro actually had a really good point with his theory of what's going on in Portland, which everybody's saying, oh, these unmarked cops, these unmarked federal agents, they're arresting people and... I bet you, just like he said, they've probably been keeping an eye on certain groups for a while. And now when they're out there violating curfew or doing something dumb, bam, got them. And they pick them up. (laughs) So guess what? The whole thing could be avoided if you protest peacefully, don't be a moron, and you don't break the law. It's that simple. All these reporters that... Here's a good common sense one for you. If you're a reporter and you're standing next to a group of people that are lighting stuff on fire and throwing stuff at police, uh, and you get hit with tear gas or a rubber round, how, how are the police supposed to differentiate? Are they supposed to let that group attack them because you're a reporter with them? Or are they allowed to defend themselves because you're dumb enough to stand there in the midst of all these violent looters? Because that's what I've seen a dozen times. The freaking camera crews, like, oh, we've been attacked by the police. They tear gassed us. Guess what? I've been tear gassed dozens of times. It's not that big a deal. Your eyes get really watery. Your throat gets a little choked up. And guess what? If you're out in the open, it goes away in seconds. So, get over it. But, oh, they tear gassed me. Oh, I got hit with a rubber round. Well, guess what? Don't stand with a bunch of dudes swinging around bats and clubs at the cops. Ever think of that? Holy smokes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to rant like that. I got on my... My giant soapbox over there, and I just ran with it. I didn't even stop at a soapbox. I got on the high dive and was shouting from that with a 
bullhorn. But I can do that, all that silliness later. Just, oh my goodness. It's, it's been silly. We all know that. But let's see. I know I had one more thing that I wanted to say. I had it. It's killing me. I lost it in my notes. Oh, goodness. Where was it? Oh, yes. Here we go. This was one of the news things that I had that, you know, I'm sure people are going to absolutely love it, but here we go. So, President Trump signed an order to prevent, the headline is, Trump signs orders to prevent illegal immigrants from being counted in redrawing of voting districts. So, a whole bunch of... I really am trying to be on the center here, but I come off sounding like I'm on the right. But a whole bunch of people on your far left, your AOC and Omar types, are, well, no, it, you can't do that. They need to be counted when you redraw these congressional districts. Guess what, brainwave? They are not a legal resident of the United States. They are not a legal like they are not allowed to vote. So you with your mail-in voting of everybody in the country no. Because that's oh gosh. It's literally all I can think of is that the end of Star Wars episode 3 with Padme Amidala saying, so this is how liberty dies, to thunderous applause. Yeah, that that's how I see this whole thing is going. Because literally everybody on the left is over there. I love democracy. I love the republic. And no, you're doing everything you can to bring it to its knees. <laughs> Good job there, Palpatine. Yeah. I went there. I liked Palpatine a whole lot more than I like any of you. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't actually know you as people. I just don't like the stuff that you seem to stand for. But I'm not going to get on that soapbox. Ooh, but it did remind me of one last little fun tidbit that some of my listeners might find entertaining. Apparently, there's a rumor going around Kathleen Kennedy, the oh-so-wise Lucasfilm, Disney, Star Wars director, apparently for 2022, her contract's not getting renewed, which means that either A, she quit, or B, she fired, because either she's going off to start her new company like the rumor suggests, in which case she quit, or the other rumor suggests that Disney said... Holy smokes, lady, you and your crazy agendas are, well, have royally screwed the Star Wars franchise. Buh bye And instead of just firing her outright, they're letting her save some face, but she fired because they're not letting her renew. So, that's a very interesting tidbit to me because hopefully that means that there is some hope for the Star Wars franchise. Maybe Dave Filoni will get in there and start fixing stuff. Um, I know they've got several really good directors on the hook with, or on the line where they're, they're ready to roll, 
but I have a feeling that Disney is not going to do anything for a little while because I believe that they canceled all their major, like their major Star Wars celebration all the way to 2022. Like they're not even bothering with next year, which means there's probably going to be a pretty significant shakeup right ahead of 2022 and then some big movies end of 2022 rolling into 2023. That's my hope because hopefully we can fix this travesty of the last three episodes, which I can probably do an episode on that just leading into the weekend. We can have a discussion about Star Wars. I really do like my Star Wars and my Harry Potter and my NHL. So those are three that if you guys don't give me extra stuff, then I'm just going to sit there and hot dog it on those three. Well, and I'll keep giving you the news on occasion, hopefully in a common sense and enjoyable manner, instead of reading all the doom and gloom headlines, you get to hear me call somebody a genius super sarcastically, and we all laugh about it. We're all friends at the end of the day, hopefully, but as always, I will apologize for nothing. So... Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I realized that I basically sped read through that whole thing and was on a soapbox for 99% of it, but it's been a while since I've had an episode. Life has been insane. Hopefully you enjoy this one. I look forward to hearing back from you on your thoughts, anything you want me to hit topic-wise coming up anything that you think, you know, you might have gone a little far on that. I won't apologize, but I'll take it under consideration. So if you're offended, oh well, I hurt your feelings. I feel just terrible about it. I'm sure I'm going to lose sleep over it. If I made you laugh, excellent, because everybody needs to laugh these days. And unfortunately, through a podcast, you can't see my goofy face. But once again, thank you for joining me on Common Sense Today. I hope that this was a nice, refreshing bit of common sense. I look forward to our next episode. Stay safe out there. Keep your head on your shoulders. Not a French Revolution joke. Have a great week.